Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 197, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! It's the production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we, ooh, a little dab there, uh, where we take a deep dive (laughs) into America's shared consciousness. It is Tuesday, August 11th, 2021. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I'm Jack. Jack in the New York groove. That is courtesy of Suburban Panic Attack, a man after my own heart. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, thank you so much. It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. the vape cloud tornado, Hideo Noho, winding up for another big-ass hit. Mm, great to be back. Great to be back. <laughs> thank you so much for having Welcome me, back. Jack. Welcome. Thank you so yes. much. Good to yes. see me. Good to back see in, you. Back as co-host. Yes. After some other guy was filling in for me as the host yeah that guy uh, that guy yeah. that guy crashed the show into a ditch i know that's I what know i heard, heard man i heard it was real <laughs> i heard he was real kind of yeah anyway uh, moving on uh, but back from new york where i actually got to witness the people fight? start wearing masks again oh. no unfortunately not but like i got i saw the shift as a as like kind oh, of overall of like free change. like of like mask free to being like mm, this delta variant huh? yeah 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 so shout out to new york city well miles we are thrilled to be joined in our third oh, seat yes. uh by a very funny stand-up comedian writer and producer one of our all-time favorite tdz yeah. guests you've seen her on mtv e comedy central uh her stand-up album opinion cave debuted at number one on Whoa. itunes she has performed everywhere from a basement uh, in the ominously named Whitesburg, Kentucky, to the stages of the Kennedy Center. She is the talented, the hilarious Brandy Posey! Brandy! What's up? Brandy! The hey, goddess. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? The ska goddess. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh, man. What a high honor. <laughs> I love the, I love hearing like shit said to me because I'm like, oh, yeah, I have done some stuff. Comedy like, makes you feel a lot of stuff. I feel like that's been the responses to the new uh, revamped intros that Jack and I have been doing. People yeah. are like, holy shit, that's right. You know, because yeah. I feel like most, especially comedians, are so self-deprecating. <laughs> like when you hear yeah. it all out, you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like what my therapist was saying. Like, what if you guys called my dad and read that list to him? Uh, would that <laughs> we can. Be What's helpful? his number? <laughs> With the same energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, exactly. Coming that's to actually- the stage. We should just start selling that as a like intros. Miles and I do intros for just anybody who wants to pay us a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's nice on there. Yeah, yeah. And look, like full disclosure, it might not be us. We might outsource it because oh, know, for just sure. Talking about <laughs> passive income. I'm reading this real cool book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Really <laughs> great stuff in there. Really great stuff. Really realize when my dad's so poor. Oh. <laughs> Also, your uh, the mileage may vary if you haven't performed on the stage at the Kennedy Center multiple times. The the intro yeah. might not be quite as impressive. I right. might not be able to sell it with as much enthusiasm, but, right. you know, we'll, I, we'll do our best. I will say, in the tradition of being a self-deprecating comic, the second time I played the Kennedy Center, I had to come back to L.A. to start my three-week shift as a mall Easter bunny in Eagle Rock. So... <laughs> Uh, you don't get paid to do that shit sometimes, guys. Yep. And unfortunately, uh, <laughs> you know. how's the Easter Bunny job pay though? Pretty good. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> mostly for seventeen-year-old boys, so thirty-three-year-old women shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> it's okay if it's like a summer, you know, a I'm not a summer, a, a a spring, a spring job, right, right, spring fling. Yeah, which but brought can, a certain yeah. energy to the role that I feel like many people recognize. Oh, I made several kids cry. I crushed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. they get in your lap. You're like, what are you doing, you little shit? <laughs> yeah. You're like, I don't know. This kid's sensitive. Weird. Mm. They tell you specifically you're not, you can't speak to the child or make noises. You have to be silent in the bunny costume. And if the child, and I, multiple times I had a kid, like, would look at me inside of the mouth and be like, I see you. And then what you're supposed to do is you take your bunny hands and you cover the mouth of the costume and then you just shake your head at them like this. Oh no! You and didn't. Just no, you didn't. No, you didn't see I me. See you. And you're like, and there's an adorable sweet. version of that, but there's also like a Donnie Darko bunny version oh, of that, where it's just sure. like unbroken oh, eye contact, shaking yeah. your head, Yo, maybe do a little throat slash after yeah. you. Like, or you put sure. on you put on like ghoulish fang makeup mm-hmm. and all kinds of character <laughs> makeup underneath the helmet. So when they look in there, they're like, I mm-hmm. see you, and you're like, ah, and they're like, ah, <laughs> you're just have a blood demon. capsule that starts leaking out of the mouth. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, the eyes just well, <laughs> it's fun because what you're doing is the, the mouth is the only source of light and oxygen inside of the costume. So you're just enclosing yourself into the darkest darkness that you've ever seen and then just denying your very existence to a small child. Wow. And then just <laughs> right. sucking air through this sad, pathetic mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. 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 It's a uh, why, why does your place. Easter Bunny have such a gaping mouth? Was the Easter Bunny like horrified at something? I'm just trying to picture this Easter Bunny's... Uh... Just a silent scream. You know, it's just yeah. your, <laughs> <laughs> your, your standard Easter open. Bunny. Where's the sound? <laughs> it died long ago, young man. It died yeah, long exactly. ago. Yeah. Hey, but most Easter Bunnies, the parents send the kids. The kids don't come back wizened and, you know, more ready for life than they do when, when they come see you as the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. No, no. Just a little bit more world weary and ready for whatever life throws at them. Yeah. I don't I don't really know why we have an Easter bunny to sit take photos with because there's more fun holidays that I think have like there yeah. should be like a Halloween thing or something. I'm I'd love a Halloween photo. I guess because it's so, you know, wrapped up in Christianity. Because I mean oh, he is yeah. risen if you mm-hmm. forgot that part, Brandy. Mm-hmm. And you need your photo to prove it. You need to prove that Jesus was the son of God and had risen from the tomb. But yeah. I feel like at that point, like, I'm, why haven't they just done? It feels like with the way capitalism works, eventually it would just be a statue that people sit on and take a photo of because it's it's a it's a moment, you know what I mean? And then it's yeah, like, oh, go sit on this inanimate Easter bunny thing and pose with it, and then be on with your day. I don't know. We'll get there if if yeah. we don't if society doesn't collapse or you know turn into a ball of fire. We'll we'll make a statue of an Easter bunny. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll figure out how to get humans out of that Easter bunny costume. Yeah, this, don't, this don't couple, worry. Couple bullet <laughs> points down nice, the list. Yeah. There's a nice little chunk when kids like my my five year olds out of it, but my three year olds heavy in it. Where if they see a you know costumed character, they believe it's the character from TV and are like Aww. insulted if they don't like interact with them and are <laughs> like think that any interaction or game they've played to yeah. that point, like mm-hmm. that they've earned some respect and like friendship. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my fr- my friend had Batman dress up at his birthday when I was like four, but he was like two years like my cousin. He so it was like older kids slightly. And I remember being so pissed off because this dude was so like stringy and like lanky in this tight ass <laughs> janky Adam West Batman costume. Batman looks like shit. And I was like, no, motherfucker, where's my fuck? Where is the fucking OG Tim Burton one? Where's the Michael Keaton Batman? This motherfucker got he got me fucked up. His belt buckle doesn't do shit. And I remember my, it was like really hard for me to accept that someone could don a costume and not like pull it off. And it was. Ugh. You just, you're you, like you calling his up. name from the side, and when he was able to turn his head around, you were like, "See, that's yeah. not a that's Andy, not a real Batman. Andy, you're not Andy, supposed to see." He just answered to Andy. Who the fuck <laughs> is this guy? Garbage, but to- true. But garbage. the Tim Burton Batman famously, uh, his head couldn't turn to the side. Yeah, because yeah. it was something <laughs> just <Andy>. fused plastic, <laughs> just fused plastic <laughs> on his shoulder. But also, those boots were Jordans, if you remember. Very yeah, hard. like part of the costume, they were Jordans that he wore. Yeah. He made all black. <laughs> um, before you get into it, I do want to tell people, Miles, this this all happened when I was away. Yeah. Uh, this well, is, you, you live show bombed me. We were scheming, though. We were in the lab. Yeah. 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 No, I'm super excited to announce that we will be doing a live show on August 25th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Yep. You can catch the live event if you aren't available at that moment. You can always watch it later. But Video we would love for you to be there live kick it with us we will have lots of surprises special guests it's going to be a blast this is the show that we were planning to tour with before the pandemic mm-hmm. ruined that plan uh one of the worst things the pandemic did i think we can all agree um sure okay yeah i mean you that's, know that's maybe that's too much risky take but you know what i'll <laughs> go with you as your co-host fuck yeah it was <laughs> yeah it was dude Anyways, you guys can check out, uh, get tickets at momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist. That's momenthouse.com slash the daily zeitgeist. Get tickets. It's going to be be a moment. It's going to be a moment. All right. Let's tell the listeners a few of the things we're talking about, and then we'll get to know you a little bit better, Brandy. Mm -hmm. Uh, First up, Quono. 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 Oh, no. Oh, no. Quono. Uh, he has resigned. So we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about why my phone is going off right now. No, I kind of like it. Resigned. Yeah. Resigned. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that, oh yeah. That was just he my alert. 
It was my alert for when uh, Cuomo was going to resign. Sorry, I'm back from uh, back from the East Coast. All my times are thrown off. No, no, I I thought you guys had like uh, like music coming in underneath the summary. I was <laughs> yeah. like production let's kicked up it. a notch. Hell yeah, right. Justin, let's leave it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about Obama's birthday party. Just like at watching from a distance, that story was kind of fascinating to me. We'll talk about whether AOC is running against Chuck Schumer. She's not, she but <laughs> no. But CNN wants you to think she is. Uh, we'll talk about Marjorie Taylor Greene. We'll talk about alcoholic Mountain Dew. All of that, plenty more. But first, Brandy, uh, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? The last thing I actually looked up was Laurie Kilmartin wiki feet, because I'm in, I'm in a text thread with Laurie. And uh-huh. she was really down on herself the other day. And I was like, girl, I'm going to see if you got a wiki feet. And she uh-huh. does. And she's doing great. She's got like, a, uh, she got like, she got all, all sorts of beautifuls, all sorts of pretties. If you're a female comic, you have a wiki feet. I don't know who the hell is doing this, yeah. but it's, like a, it's a common weird. refrain with a lot of our guests talking about yeah. it. And they're like, I don't know how it happened. There's only like two pictures, but it's there. Oh, I've got mm. I've got a lot. I've got somebody that definitely listens to my podcast and posts on Wikifeet, goes through my stories because they'll show up like an, a couple hours after I post. It's whatever. Sometimes I'll I'll bait it because like I I like a I stubbed a toe last year like on a hike and I like posted a picture and I was like I dare you to put this on Wikifeet and he did and it's just a, a disgusting <laughs> a disgusting photo. <laughs> uh, so wow, like, yeah. they really are getting caps of your IG story. Yeah, oh yeah, God. yeah, absolutely. Bringing my rating down. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah, wild. I'm gonna hook you up. I'm gonna hook you up right now. <laughs> I got a bunch. Of, I got a bunch of sock puppets I use to get these get these ratings up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, I was it was a just... WikiFeet super user. Yeah, it was just letting Laurie know. I know. Hey, who would do that? Worry. Who would know you and like go on your Instagram stories like that and then post on a wiki feed? I, don't know, <laughs> wild. I have no idea. I've tried to figure it out because I like I've looked through when I, I'll I'll like post a story with a foot in it and then I'll look hours later and be like, oh shit, it's somebody that's in the watchers. But then it's right. like there's too many at that point that I they won't show me all of them, so I can't cross reference. I got a lot of red string over here trying to figure out who the yeah. fuck is screen cap on my feed. Right. And yeah, like I wish there was a way to simply just like do, with a couple tweaks, you could mm-hmm. instantly identify who it was. Yeah. But that's, that's yeah. a struggle these days. Yeah. I mean, that's got to make I, I feel like that would make you self-conscious if like people were commenting on your feet and your job is to stand with your feet at eye level to an audience i mean of all the things that should make me self-conscious that's on the lower end unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) also my my feet are good as hell whatever i just yeah yeah also strong yeah thank you you know also uh i wish that they would venmo me more than anything else i'm like you got all this free foot content at the very least randy pose your feet are so good that uh some people have speculated it's the reason you got into stand-up was to right. put your feet at eye level. Exactly. Right. People, exactly. Admirers. <laughs> what is yeah. something you think is overrated? Okay, I'm going to use this as like a personal manifesto moment for a second. I'm going oh, tr- yeah. to try to put this into the zeitgeist. The 12 foot skeleton is overrated. Wow. Because I want one. I, mm. And I don't. <laughs> and it's, I, they're all, okay. I was I at a Home Depot yesterday and I saw it in the rafters and I asked, hey, can I have that? And they would not give it to me. Yes, they're they're, they've been delivered at the Home Depots, but they haven't been on the floor. yet. They're not on the floor yet. So I I thought you meant like you saw it creeping around on the ceiling. Oh, I don't want that. That's Bill. He used to work here. Now he haunts the rafters as a skeleton. (laughs) Rafters like some uh, Phantom of the Opera shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm putting it out there. 12 foot skeleton is overrated. It is. It's hacked. Don't get it. Especially at the Glendale Home Depot. Don't even try to go there and sweet talk a manager into giving it to you early. Mm-mm, not gonna Don't, work. No, it's bullshit. It's stupid. Or the Burbank one by the five freeway. I hear they're <laughs> plumb out of them. But yeah, anyway, exactly, uh, exactly, I, exactly. You you've been pretty consistent with your love of twelve foot skeleton, if I recall I, correctly. No, 
I love them so yeah. much. There's one in my neighborhood uh, nearby that they dress it up for a different costume for every holiday all year long. It's so funny. Oh, it's a consistent skeleton it's a consist- Yeah, it's just been consistently up all year. It's so funny looking. It brightens my day every time I see it. Me and my neighbor want to put one in our yard, and we're going to put a one mini golf hole underneath of its feet. So you can shoot, <laughs> just oh, I love it. put right into it. But we're, I, I need to get one this year. I'm in a 12 foot skeleton Facebook group because they're so hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> I want one like, so badly. And you can't like buy them online, right? Because they're hard to ship. I'm well, no, the, the, they're completely sold out online uh, to the point that, and they were also limited to two per order uh, because they're showing up on eBay for like five times what they're actually worth. And they're, so they even took down the link from the website because they aren't going to stack them online anymore. So now you can only get them at the store and each store only has like eight to 10 of them because they're such big boxes. So right. you, you have to know the day that they drop on the floor. Yo, site mm. gang, help her out. I know somebody. Yeah. And look, I get Home Depot, the owner of the company, not the greatest guy. But if you got the inside track, please help Brandy out. Yes. Yeah, please. You deserve a 12-foot skeleton. Thank you. Look, it's the only thing. I go, I go to Lowe's for everything else. I promise I do. I hate yeah. Home Depot. I just want a goddamn 12-foot skeleton. That's all I want. And they got the, just mm. the market locked, huh? You yeah. can't go anywhere else. Mm-mm. I think, I think one... this is something the Senate needs to take up. It sounds like <laughs> some kind of a monopoly. Chuck Schumer, ring, ring. Yeah. <laughs> Come mm. on. Suddenly, they're like into antitrust shit because it's the <laughs> lowest stakes. And it's just basically being like, no, Home Depot can't be the only place that does it. See, we know how we know what fairness is. I'm going to get Diane Feinstein on the phone and be like, you like skeletons because you are one. I got a 12 foot skeleton. <laughs> yeah. that I just She's eat. like, what? I have melanin? <laughs> oh, no. Never mind, Diane. Never mind. <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? OK, also going to use a manifesto moment for a second here. The fourth wave of ska is alive and well, and it's not getting covered the way that it should be. So it's extremely underrated. This summer, we've had amazing new albums from We Are The Union and Cat Bite and Ska Tune Network and Half Past Two. They're putting out amazing new albums. These are more like diverse ska bands than ever before. They're fucking awesome. They're like all fronted by ladies and they're the shit. And nobody's talking about them and they're extremely underrated. And if you want to feel cool, ska's back, baby. Okay. Mm. I'm just putting I, it out there. We're, I think we, I remember asking, yeah, this makes me I reminisce again, whether it's 12 foot skeletons and fourth wave ska. <laughs> I only I like mean, five things. I only like five things. <laughs> skeletons, ska. Through them. They're <laughs> anything, still cool. Anything with that an starts with a ska. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Was, wasn't there a candy bar called like score? Like a score bar, you know what I'm with talking about? SKO? Yeah, yeah, with like a umlaut over the SKOR. It was like it's a Hershey probably thing with delicious. Well, yeah. I did notice that you're uh, you got a big wad. You're dipping some skull yeah. right now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm into throat scanser of Schofield. <laughs> <laughs> and Schofield revolvers. Oh yeah. yeah. But okay, so and what's what's the what's the version I grew up? loving like what's the op iv aqua baz that's like that's like third wave that's third okay Mm -hmm. yeah that's third wave second wave is like the two-tone that came from like the uk once like the reggae artists like moved over there for work and stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah so now we're kind of we're coming back around to like a lot of the new bands have like they're much more focused on like racial unity and like they're anti-capitalist and like they're they're fucking awesome and it's exciting to see uh, and they should be supported Mm. hell yeah yeah Anyway, all right. Just throw it out there. Out. <laughs> give, give us one fourth wave ska song that people need to check out to oh. act as an ambassador. God, I don't know. The you know what? We'll write out on that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll write out. Right now, that. give all you right. a second, and then okay. you'll, you'll hit us with a dope fourth wave ska track. Cool. Thank you. Sounds thank good. you. <laughs> all right. Let's take a quick break. We will be right back. And we're back. And uh, what what happened with Cuomo? I've been I've been gone for the past week week and a half. I mean everything. It you all were in, like things. You were in New I York. Didn't... You didn't hear them shouting from the windows. Hey, I'm a governor. Hey. I was kicking it with him, but he wasn't really bringing it up. He didn't yeah. seem like yeah. he just kept talking about that book deal he eked out at the last second uh, <laughs> amidst the pandemic and, he, the, and how to, uh, you know, obscure death counts in elderly facilities, elder care facilities. But yeah. Yeah. Look, in case 
And I know, Jack, you're being serious, so I will explain what happened. So Andrew <laughs> Cuomo, he's the governor of New York, and he's been embroiled in uh-huh. a sexual harassment scandal. Tish James, the attorney general of the state of New York, released last week a scathing report with all the findings. It was essentially saying, like, it's it arises to criminal sexual harassment at mm-hmm. state and federal level. And I think at that point he was like, <laughs> because the thing is, everyone's like, this is bad. I wonder if he's going to resign. And he went down a fucking weird road oh on his way to resigning. First, yeah. well, I, I haven't been following this, but did he go with uh, my parents taught me to be handsy? Uh, kind of. Route? And then here's a highlight of uh, he was sort of like I'm not perverted. I'm Italian. I believe was one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was one slug that we saw on TV. My, my hands are just flopping and flipping. I don't. I don't know what did. they're I touching. Mean, what a it's, natural it's like a perverted I mean, Bart this. Simpson of like I'm just gonna walk this way and grab whatever <laughs> comes into my hands. What do I do there with these go. hands if they clasp like this and there's a something there? I don't. I can't do anything about it. So he had these like. First of all, his lawyers said some real dumb shit that they're like, mm-hmm. "Do you think?" That the governor would actually molest someone in the governor's mansion where he is constantly being observed. That would be absolutely ridiculous behavior. That was like their defense. And most people are like, right, that is ridiculous <laughs> behavior. And that's what he's yeah. engaged in. So I don't think that I don't think that negates. OK, sorry. Then he did right. the mixtape. He put out the mixtape of him mm-hmm. violating people's personal space where he was like, yep, I, I do it all the time. In an attempt to try and dodge the accountability. And then Pelosi, Joe Biden, they were like, hey, you need to give it up. His close, uh, his executive assistant, who's also kind of implicated in this shit, Melissa mm-hmm. DeRosa, she resigned. Then mm-hmm. Brittany uh, Camiso, who was another person who worked for him, she gave up her anonymity to come out and bring more allegations and then demand that he be held accountable. And just when you thought the state legislators like, I guess we're going to have to impeach him because he's not doing the right thing. He's like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, finally. I mean, didn't he also like listed off like every different kind of person that he's molested? He was like, I've molested old people, young people, yeah, young people, black, fat people, LGBT, short people, blue, blue, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got skin, I've touched it, baby. Like, yeah. he's, if there's a parade for you, I touched you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh like in defense of himself, and you're like, yeah. buddy, this is none of this is not the defense you think it is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I think the. All of it came together. He realized it. There was the the jig was well and truly up. Like mm-hmm. is you, there's no way you're gonna dodge this. And I think the other thing too was that the people, you know, Democrats too, they were like willing to impeach him and not only just look at this mm-hmm. like explosive report, but they're also like, you know, we also are really curious about the nursing home deaths in New York that you yeah. did a good job of covering up. Mm-hmm. And I think all, that created a bit of a a log jam for him realized that he didn't maybe want that public, but there's a lot of stuff that it's just weird how much this shit swung because Mm -hmm. last year motherfuckers were so horny for this dude. It was Mm -hmm. like, yo, I wonder if he's chill and has nipple rings. Remember when that was some shit we were talking about? It's like, yo, does Andrew Cuomo got nipple rings under there? He's like, like a, he's like a, he's really go- looked like it though. He's like a <laughs> governor that fucks. He seems yeah. cool as shit. And you're like, yeah, unfortunately, yes, that's the problem. <laughs> right. And I think his like reasonable guy bit mm-hmm. looked really good when it was yeah. said against the backdrop of Trump's I mean, absolute mm-hmm. absurd handling yeah. or mishandling of the entire pandemic. So yeah. we had these Cuomo tinted glasses on. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, not, I think most people were like, this still is not great. Well, the yeah. media really wanted to paint him that the, as yeah. like the, the savior because they also were like, I mean, at that point too, they were also like, anybody that keeps Bernie Sanders out of the White House, maybe Andrew Cuomo will be the answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do. I yeah. do love fucking Joe Biden being like, you touch a lot of people inappropriately, you're gonna need to resign, buddy. Yeah. And a sexual <laughs> harassment huh. allegation. I think you should resign. I'm sorry, Joe. Hmm, do you interesting know, coming. From do you remember you. Tara Reid, or mm-hmm. is that hmm. is this? We're being really selective here. Yeah, but. This is the other thing that was really wild, too. Like, this also got people in the Time's Up organization caught up. Roberta Kaplan, who's one of the founders of Time's Up, you know, is like that group that was created Mm -hmm. at like the height of the Me Too movement to sort of act as this organization to provide legal advice and representation for people who were being harassed at work. You know, she was also she argued the same sex marriage case in front of the Supreme Court. She Mm -hmm. resigned after it was revealed in these uh, in this report. That she was advising Cuomo's office on how to publicly discredit Lindsey Boylan, who was one of his accusers. 
Mm-hmm. So, and again, this is the same time's up to say, oh, sorry, Kara Reed, we can't help you because we don't want to lose our nonprofit status by yeah. going after someone who's running for office. Yep. And oh. a lot, I feel like a lot of things were revealed very like quickly with just, it's not just Andrew Cuomo, but a lot of the failings of, you mm-hmm. know, these other organizations as well. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's so, it's, as long as they, I agree with your politics, then, you know, right. th- then you liberal, can't do anything yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. It's infuriating. And it's also just like, it really undermines, there's, there are a lot of really good nonprofits out there, but so many nonprofits also sort like serve as a place that the, the will of the people and the energy of the people just like get sucked up into and stop because they exist to like, just serve the status quo in a lot of ways. And it, it, it's really frustrating, especially with something like this. It's like how many, you know, times up like me too, things have like just died because you know, they're like, okay, well, that organization is is on our side and they're taking care of it. And it's like, not really, mm. because they are ultimately beholden to the power of that they agree with. Right. <laughs> and also that's the class that they're from, too. These yeah. are all elite people mm-hmm. who's, who are the founders of the organization. And yeah. at the end of the day, like when you're fundraising, that's part of being a nonprofit. Yeah. You got yeah. there's a lot of navigating you have to do. And and, and it's not just Roberta Kaplan who. Yeah had like, you know, this kind of stuff come out. There was an also thing, Esther Chu, mm-hmm. she was also like, there were 18 members of like this healthcare organization. They're like, yo, you, you, you like, you just failed to report a sexual harassment claim at the hospital that you worked at. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely, you know, it, it, it <laughs> goes to show you the limits of sort of what some organizations can do, especially when you think of like how the leadership is composed mm-hmm. um, because they're, you know, looking out for each other, essentially. Yeah, it's like class will never betray class will never betray itself at a certain level, right? <laughs> unfortunately, and that's a lesson. It will help smear an accuser. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The the neoliberal sort of centrist position has just been the status quo for so so long that mm-hmm. it it just fucking infects everything that is not like does not define itself in opposition to it, and so. Well, and it also points out, I think, something that has always been an issue with the Me Too movement, or Me Too movement and Time's Up is also, like, there is no element of, like, restorative justice. There is no second step, which also makes it so hard, I think, to, like, once somebody has been accused, then they get canceled and then go away. But the, 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 these organizations have never been like, okay, well, what are, is, how do you make amends? Like, what is the way to still exist mm. in a society with these people in some capacity? Is that removing them? Is that, like, you know, th- there needs to be right. a second step acknowledged, and they just have never wanted to talk about that next step because they're also all financially comfortable and they also don't think that it will ever affect them directly. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's it. So it's, it's always had like a second problem and it's especially true in cases like this because it's like, we can't cancel Cuomo because then he'll just, we won't, we won't have him as a pawn on our board anymore. Right. Right. You yeah. know? Well, yeah. Now New York has their first woman governor mm-hmm. because of this. And the other thing is it's like the couple of things that, um, a lot of people point out in our absolute love affair of the the guy who sat down in front of PowerPoint presentations every day to be like, this is where we're at and this is what yeah. we're trying to do. There are a lot of things that he did that w- people just sort of overlooked. Like mm-hmm. he was first kind of being like, nah, the pandemic's not going to be that bad, saying, you know, mm-hmm. underplaying the severity of it. Also, just didn't want to lock the city down. I think, you know, that's I think that's would have happened to any leader because they were mm-hmm. not. Well, I mean, it is what that is. But yeah, definitely a misstep. Mm-hmm. But then in March of 2020, what like ordering that nursing homes accept COVID patients from hospitals, that yeah. was a huge, huge, disastrous mm-hmm. fuck up. That was the first act of the cover up of nursing home deaths that I, mm-hmm. I didn't they, I hadn't like fully let enter my brain of as like part of that story. But that was why he was so. It wasn't just like keeping New York's numbers low. It was mm-hmm. because he made a controversial decision to let people who were leaving hospitals due to COVID related things back into n- nursing homes. So it was like covering his ass for an earlier, highly questionable decision. Mm-hmm. Well, it's infuriating because like, I mean, we have how, how many empty apartment buildings are there in New York right now? I mean, I look around mm-hmm. L.A. I can't imagine it's probably comparable to how many just like fancy high rises just are just are open how many hotels hotels yeah. nobody was in hotels there was no reason mm. you couldn't accommodate a hotel and put people in that for like recovery it's uh capitalist plants uh taking care of itself well, right. yeah because <laughs> it's again. like the 
with like this sort of neoliberal thinking, the mm -hmm. charity only works to a point. And that's when it could potentially cause mm -hmm. a business owner, like a mega business a corporation. Some they're like, well, they're not paying. Like, what? That's not our problem. And like, we need that <laughs> fundamental shift for people to go, no, it is all of our problem, actually, because yeah. that's, we're trying to have a just society. So we have to figure out how to support each other and make won't, sacrifices. Won't someone think of the Hiltons? Won't someone think yes. of the Hiltons? <laughs> exactly. I mean, wasn't one of them recently was like, she's like, I hope she almost died of bee stings. God, for mm. God's sake. So please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. exactly. I mean, obviously, anaphylaxis is not a joke, but please think of the Hilton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know you guys covered the Obama birthday party a little bit when I was out, but I just like kind of thinking about that story from a distance. I wanted to like kind of get you guys' thoughts on this idea that kind of occurred to me as like, like just the overall, the fact that an event that featured hundreds of unmasked people wasn't canceled. The fact that the list seemingly was curated to be just the most famous people when too many mm -hmm. people became an optics concern. The fact that there was like logic inside his social circle, like somebody from Martha's Vineyard came out and was like, it's not a problem because it's going to be a sophisticated guest list who like knows how to social distance. And then the fact that like at the actual event, the people working the event had to wear masks while the guests, it was optional. Yeah, which is hilarious. This is hilarious because like how many stories have come out in the last couple of weeks of like rich and famous people that like are just like, I just don't bathe. I just don't do it. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> just because you're rich doesn't mean you wash your hands, bitch. Like, <laughs> right. But I, I like, I, it, I, it made me think of like this, like what has happened to Obama post-presidency yeah. being like part of a design of our society when someone is like a generational talent with like good ideas and like mm -hmm. an amazing skill set. And they're even if their whole message is like change and empowerment, like they become immediately by becoming famous and like by the nature of fame that exists in America they're like immediately ensconced in a layer of like wealthy people and famous people and billionaires. And they just never have to come into contact with the unpleasantness of like the human condition basically ever mm -hmm. again. Yeah. And it's just like, we've created this drug of fame. That's just like too good for people mm -hmm. to like pass up. And, and so they just, like it really saps the the talent pool of people who are, you know, trying to help other people with like the actual problems that affect human beings, like in our modern world. Like it just saps that of some of the best talent that that they should be like that should be feeding into it. Absolutely. Well, even like on a on a smaller but just as important scale to some degree, a lot of colleges like our scientists are like our biggest minds coming out of colleges and stuff right now are being being like uh uh what's the what's the word where you where you, you go and you look at them i don't know this word where you go and you look at the kids and you want them scouted jesus christ oh, we got right. there <laughs> going you look at the kids going to look going at the kids in. i want that one scouted yep yep found it found it <laughs> but like a lot of our like most talented college kids are being scouted by like oil companies and mm -hmm. like the you CIA. know wall street and cia so like, they're being pulled from these are people that like you know could be making a difference but they're being like inundated with like, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars worth of student debt. And they're like, well, I guess I'll just go work for Chevron for a couple of years and pay yeah. off my stuff. But then you are, you become insulated in this world because yeah, the, the dangling of, of money and, and everything over you, it just, it makes it so hard for talented people to, to say no to at a certain point. Yeah. It's infuriating. I mean, to quote real big fish, feels like a bit of a sell out yeah. move, you know, oh, the yeah. big corporations will give you lots of money and everything's going to be, be all right. right. Da, 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 da. I got a 12 million mansion in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Fucking shit's $12 million, his house in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, like when you're doing shit like that. Yeah, it's I, I don't know anybody who could keep their shit together. Also, like if yeah, you're, if you're I don't like, like I really do think it's part. Mm -hmm. It's like. Either it's a design, like yeah. an intentionally made design of the system, like I. But that's what, like I've I've heard people being like he he was like rotten from the start, and like you know this is just an example of like yeah. you know him. But I I just think that this happens to like 
that this is the the design of the American system is to just like mm-hmm. eventually like just surround anybody who can possibly like mm-hmm. make some sort of drastic impactful change and like turn them into you know a fucking commercial uh, uh, right. for like good feelings basically. a baller ass hologram yeah yeah it's so hard too because it's like for for a while post-presidency i was like you know what some motherfuckers made death threats against you and said horrible things for like eight years and i'm so sorry you get to yeah. do as much you as you want you, with yeah. richard baronson you have a fucking blast you now you get to go have fun i i mean i I'm going to give you a little bit of time because as the first black president of this country, you got treated worse than anybody else. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) a lot of shit has happened. And it's like a voice of a leader like him and like what he is capable of orating and like what he is capable of saying, like would have been so helpful. And it is so hard to lose that like power vacuum in this moment. Even, I mean, even now it's like, I haven't heard Biden speak in since inauguration. Um, I don't know. (laughs) There's a documentary uh, that I'm drawing a blank on, but mm-hmm. that looks at Tupac Shakur's mother versus mm. like him and like the like his strategy of going through entertainment and like the world of celebrity to like try and have an impact versus like hers of like back when I think this was more possible of like doing a more revolutionary you know approach and like actually like attacking the problem and. It's just, you know, if Tupac was still around, like, who knows? But like, I, you know, it just seems like this world of like commercials and Mm -hmm. billionaires and billionaire friends and Google camp and like whatever just swallows people up. And it's like almost too good to to resist. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and everything reinforces that message Mm because there are people who have rejected that and just mm-hmm. don't get covered or don't get right yeah yeah Tupac's yeah. mom like doesn't get covered even though she right. like defended herself and like mm-hmm. just had this miraculous like underdog story in in court like yeah. and defended the black panthers and like should be an oscar winning movie and like no nobody told that story right oh for sure i mean it's like you know presidents are repped by CAA and stuff you know i mean yeah. it's all a profit <laughs> center at a certain point entertainment will defang you no matter what point you were trying to make because at a certain point the people that rep you or above you are interested in maintaining that neoliberal status quo because they are once again are of that same class and they want to just maintain it you know and it's 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 infuriating to to see happening constantly. hey but you know at least that i guess they what they do is like look put all your fucking values aside and ideological beliefs aside you're gonna party with beyonce and jay-z and fucking Martha's Vineyard, bro. Are you ready? And it's like, yeah, right. Like, I guess that's cool. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't, also, I'll say this. Like, his house is tacky as fuck. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> I've seen pictures of it. And I was just like, I know you had, you used to have better taste than this. I know you did. And now your house looks tacky as fuck. It's like, you also get rich and you lose your taste because you're not around interesting artists or people that are interesting at all anymore. Right. That part of is a is I mean it's all very upsetting, but like that part upsets me too. Where I'm just like, really? God, you got all this money and no swag. What the hell's Come wrong on. with you? <laughs> Why are you so fucking tacky? <laughs> right. Rich people always got tacky shit. It's so ugh. All right, and and one other story that seems like I don't know. It seems like at least CNN is trying to make it a story, and it, there's just nothing there. Yeah. Is AOC running against Schumer. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, okay, let's see what, what this is about. And mm-hmm. the article, it's it's promoting this new interview special that she has coming out on CNN. Mm-hmm. And like in it, she's just talking about like her overall political goals and, mm-hmm. you know, other interesting stuff in it, too. Like, you know, how Fox is obsessed with her. Yeah. But like there's nothing where she's like unequivocal about how she's going to be running against Chuck Schumer. Like, in fact, she says like she's been working with him on some stuff and that's been great mm-hmm. the couple things that she has said which are like i think kind of to your point too jack about this whole thing like oh is she gonna run for president she mm-hmm. said quote i struggle with this because i don't want little girls watching or anything like that to lower their sights or anything in that direction but for me i feel that if that was this if that was in the scope of my ambition it would chip away at my courage today i think what happens a lot in politics is that people are so motivated to run for a certain higher office that they compromise in fighting for people today and the idea is that if you can be as clean of a slate or as blank mm-hmm. of a slate 
that it makes it easier for you to run for higher office later on. Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then when they said, okay, what about Chuck Schumer? Like, you know, trying to get her to say something there said, I know it drives everybody nuts, but the way that I really feel about this and the way that I really approach my politics and my political career is I do not look at things and I do not set my course positionally. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who do not believe that, but really I can't operate that way. I can't operate the way that I operate and do the things that I do in politics while trying to be aspiring to other things or calculating to other things. Oh, Chuck, wow. you're going to let her say that shit? Damn, Damn Chuck. Chuck. Oh, dude. You're fucking cooked, bro. And yeah. you know, this, it goes along with like a lot of the, because she's on, on the progressive wing of the party, like a lot of people are like, see, she's just grandstanding. Like she just wants to do this or that. It's just, I don't know. It's just really tired. And well, it's, cool. it's cool job, CNN. It's bullshit too, because it's like, this is like actually the way this country was like kind of set up as like our politicians are supposed to come in for like one or two terms and get the fuck out like career politicians because then you you do have that like fearlessness to actually push and everything versus like if you have your sight on like oh i'm gonna be in here forever you know you're mm-hmm. supposed to be like i'm gonna come here do what my constituents want for like four fucking years or whatever the hell and then i'm gonna go back to my goddamn farm afterwards you know mm-hmm. and then just right. go be a person around people again but you know it, it's once you get ensconced in that world, it becomes it's it's yeah it's hard and it's yeah. and it, and to her point about like the triangulating that people do mm-hmm. like it's so true like people go in there mm-hmm. like his big brother or survivor or fucking the challenge yeah. or some shit where they're like all right you got to keep your head low in the early rounds yeah and then so nobody can really put a target on you and then you're gonna come up out of nowhere mm-hmm. because you yeah. positioned yourself perfectly to get into office not to change outcomes for human beings yeah and I mm-hmm. think those are hopefully we're seeing more shifting away from those the triangulating types but i don't know the way right. the, the way the system's set up i don't i, I don't think that's seem like it nope. <laughs> it seems so like hard. we just if got it the... is then they're gonna run shit like this about you and be like right. oh my god like what's she really saying here she's like yeah. right i don't know that i'm trying to improve things for people first like yeah it's I'm like I was saying, my job. sanders should have attacked biden from the right flank <laughs> during the campaign <laughs> and that would have been the <laughs> like that's the you know that's the shit that people like having the ability to do that yeah. makes you better at whatever this fucking game is. Yeah, well, and it's funny imagine? because it, also like <laughs> using like Bernie as an example, it's like Ber- this was Bernie's career was just like I'm gonna do what is Bernie's career still? It's like I'm gonna do what I believe and keep doing it, and I'm not gonna try to seek higher office or whatever the fuck. But if it happens, it fucking happens, and then. He was, he's extremely, he's the most popular politician in America. And like family members of mine that are conservatives are like, I don't agree with him, but I do respect him because I, like he's been the, I do like him because yeah, he's which been is weird. consistent the entire time. Yeah. And you're like, damn, like, hold on. So you're willing to say that just because of consistency? It's like, mm. wow, you know how inconsistent the people, and never mind. Go I ahead. mean, <laughs> I know. Then you just disassociate and you're like, all right, I'm just going to stick to that first sentence and then just turn into a, <laughs> yeah. a, a hypnotoad for a while and just sit on that. <laughs> you're like, oh, her, her eyes are rolling back in her head again. Mm. Get the stick, get the stick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a, another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And in another edition of our ongoing story, this fucking idiot, Jesus Christ, Uh, which isn't a direct quote of what Brandy said (laughs) when we mentioned this name uh, before we came back from break. Marjorie Taylor Greene, so close to getting banned from Twitter. Oh, my God. Keep keep going, girl. Keep going. You got this, girl. Living on the edge. I mean, she so she got banned for a week. Right now, mm. it's their latest ban because she Another went on a ban? fucking yeah. Another week long ban. A week long ban, week long vacay. I want to went... see you be brave, Twitter. <laughs> I know, seriously. She, she was she she was saying like you know the vaccines are failing and the FDA shouldn't approve them because people are still getting sick. So wait, hold on. Like, are you outraged because you believe in ethical like like effective vaccines and that's what you're worried about it's you don't know what she's getting at and also like again i think for most listeners of the show understand that there there are breakthrough cases for vaccinated people but they aren't even they are rare when when you compare them to what is happening with unvaccinated Mm -hmm. people and how much danger that unvaccinated people are with this new delta variant and yeah a couple things is in her home state vaccination rate is about 39 percent 
and her district, it's even lower. So it, it, their whole thing is like, yeah, this isn't just like, this is just so cynical. Like, you're not just mm-hmm. questioning things. You're actually out here trying to get people to like, you know, work against their own self-interest in terms of their physical safety. Yeah. It's also like, you're killing the people that voted you in, you dumb bitch. <laughs> like, hey, I mean, look, uh, is it? I'm not good at math. That was a Daily Beast article today that said something like, the death count in Florida now exceeds DeSantis's margin of victory. Yeah. And I that's know. not all Republicans, unfortunately. No, it's a lot of it's all kinds of people. But yeah, yeah. that is kind of what's happening where it's like, you know, this, this isn't a good idea, even no. just like rhetorically or just from a from like, statistical point from like an extremely selfish cynical standpoint even just for your own personal shitty reptile brain self-preservation maybe don't advocate for the killing of the people that put you in office yeah <laughs> it's okay well, some people are just stuck on troll mode you yeah know what i mean i mean that's and like that's fully it yeah that's where it leads you like when mm-hmm. you when you exist for no other reason except to be contrarian and to troll and mm-hmm. to pwn the libs that's not a that's not a logical, rational route that you're going to take to the, the heights of success. Like it's going yeah. to you like you see how it's happening with every single person, especially mm-hmm. with the stop the steal stuff. It's yeah. turned into this thing like, fuck, man, like I'm I'm getting sued. And like now, like mm-hmm. I can't even practice law. Like what? a is Yeah. This, is this working the way we thought it would? I knew it was I know I was getting retweets and shit, mm-hmm. but it's not really doing anything for me. Yeah, re- retweets don't really do too much. You don't get paid in for retweets. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if only. I, didn't she? She also like won't tell people if she got vaccinated, right? Yeah, like, it's a hip. Uh, it's a HIPAA violation, if you ask me. Okay, <laughs> just That's like you definitely said. got vi- you. So she's also definitely been vaccinated, <laughs> is what that mm-hmm. says. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, but mm. wink, wink, yeah, I don't know. But that's a HIPAA violation. Mm. It was like that's in the allegedly, like, allegedly. Yeah. Right. And they're like that. No, that's not how that works. A journalist can ask you. They're not an employer asking for your medical records from like a yeah. hospital or something. And but go on. The thing that's also really interesting is, mm-hmm. like I said, she's close to being permanently banned because Twitter has like this five strikes and you're out <laughs> like policy, I guess. Yeah, that's the saying, right? Five. Yeah. Strikes and you're out. Yeah, exactly. You know, T-ball rules. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, cheating partner rules where you can't draw boundaries. Look, five yeah, strikes yeah. and you're out this time. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but this Don't is number again. four. Mm-hmm. So the next one, perma-banned, permanently banned. So $100 to the first listener that can get her into saying some dumb shit that will get her perma-banned. Okay. I'm curious That's... how that fifth one's going to come. Mm. Man, I don't know. Do we know what she's what what the what the tweets have been? Is it all like anti-vax stuff, or is it like yeah, re- and like, like okay s- stuff that like you know some like anti-Semitic sort of like Nazi oh, yeah. trope shit? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah. I feel like if you come at her like pull-up form or like her CrossFit mm-hmm. something, oh my god, like, yeah, she'd lose her mind over that. Yeah, like it seems like that's her personality, and she takes a lot of pride in that. Also, she's gonna rip her shoulders out of her damn body. So, <laughs> wait, what is the pull? I'm not, I'm not familiar you, with this side of Marjorie. That. Remember Taylor that video? Grant. Remember we we saw that video where someone edited in farts when she was doing pull ups, <laughs> and she's she going go. like, she was doing like the wildest pull ups you've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, this <laughs> weird like like thing that you're just like, I don't, you're not. She's like you're th- pulling your her joints. legs to get her, yeah to be able to do a pull up. So it's like this, just like really weird floppy pull-up style mm. like, oh, that's so i know i'm yeah. good i'm healthy look at these pull-ups who needs a yeah. rotator cup you know who cares <laughs> that's fine <laughs> uh, somebody she'll I be she'll be gone criticize soon. her but pull-ups are so hard <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta be angrier jack <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it if comes you saw from. the way she doesn't be like oh those aren't pull-ups <laughs> <laughs> no it's she's like, just using uh equilibrium and, and velocity <laughs> i don't know how much mus- muscle work is actually happening <laughs> no. just swinging yeah Not it's kind mostly of. swinging Swing yeah, ups is what we call them. It's like how a preschooler plays on a on on the bars. You know what I mean? It's that kind of just like ah, it's not good. I guess it will be interesting to see if she does get like if she just can't help herself because oh she can't then we'll know that she actually believes some of this shit right and that it's right. not just calculated. Which it seems like it seems like she's fully in it right i don't yeah, even like know she, if it's belief so much as it is the like it's like the oppositional defiance of it all about everything where it's like what are you gonna be like the sky is blue and she's like no it's not it's great 
or whatever, you know, right. she just, everything is an attack when you're in, in such that position. So right. somebody, it'll probably be for some dumb shit. I mean, all of it's dumb, but yeah. They're like, all right, bye girl. See you later. Mm-hmm. All right. Now to important news, yeah. hard Mountain Dew. It's coming folks. They have announced PepsiCo and Boston Beer Co. are collaborating on hard Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. Which is is Boston Beer Company, the Sam Adams baby, Sam Adams, mm. uh, Mike's Hard people. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Hard Mountain Dew has a five percent alcohol by volume. Comes in regular Mountain Dew flavor plus black cherry and watermelon flavors. Yep. I am just thankful that I stopped drinking. I know. I was gonna say like this sounds like a thing that like if there was like a Terminator type film, Jack Future you comes to. <laughs> T- like stop you from hearing about this it's like right. no, no, no 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 you have to lead us in the revolt against the cybernetic organisms i have to Do assassinate not- the mother of mike <laughs> from mike's heart lemonade to make sure it never happens uh, <laughs> okay. what's wild is these cans for this fucking drink they look like tattoos on somebody you would run away from like oh, it's like for sure eagle there's like a screaming eagle for the mountain dew flavor some like rabid blood covered bear for the black cherry mm-hmm. and watermelons like a poisonous snake it's like yeah. so aggro that it I, completely turns me off from like i love the idea as like a meme yeah. like hard mountain ha 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 but or, the, yeah. the packaging is so fucking aggro. I can't handle it. It just like looks like Sturgis. It just that's just what right. it looks like. Yes. <laughs> it's so it's so intense. It's just yeah. uh I mean, yeah, I'm I'm all for what <laughs> we gotta do whatever we gotta do to get through the day. You know what I mean? And if Mountain <laughs> right. Dew with a bunch of booze in it, just be, just don't hit anybody with your car, is all I ask. But <laughs> it's just it's it's bringing two things that at, at different points in my life, different friends have been horribly addicted to together for the first time. And frankly, it's just more efficient. The number of people that I've known, guys, also guys, I've never known a girl to be addicted to Mountain Dew. Mm. But the number of guys, yeah. the number of guys I know, I think it's because of gaming, or at least with the people that I know that had to go cold turkey on Mountain Dew, like gaming was such a big part of the Mountain Dew. Jack rich, is just ritual. a fucking chad of a fucking man dude that's, <laughs> that's right dude not fucking with those Thank little you. toy games Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. i just need just, it in my veins just, just, just love the caffeine honestly <laughs> in the yellow five but like mountain dew one of my favorite things about mountain dew besides mm-hmm. the taste and the caffeine and the sugar mm-hmm. is the drinkability of yeah it. just how easy it goes down i know it doesn't Ooh. it doesn't have the same throat feel as a as a traditional like a so like a coke or something like that yeah you get down quicker. It just yeah I'm, it seems like it was designed to just leap into my belly as fast as possible i mean um, i think a baja blast mountain dew is a perfect beverage no, oh, for yeah. sure. I love yeah. it. I go to Taco Bell almost exclusively for a Baja Blast. <laughs> That's, That's been scientifically one. proven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you th- I wonder if they came out with just hard Baja Blast, like if that would have just shut down the entire internet more than this. <laughs> like if they just went, dude, fuck all this other stuff. Fuck, fuck everything you heard. You want ba- you want to get Baja Blasted, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Check this shit out. Hard Blast for that ass. Yeah. I feel like that would be the true. That's like what the internet is clamoring for. But then it would be like for loco, or like it's disgusting. Don't drink it unless yeah. you truly hate yourself or you're yeah. in college. For sure. Yeah. They should put the vaccine in this because I think it would really get <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. Let's do yeah. that. <laughs> I think that might be a good way to get a whole bunch of people vaccinated. Yeah, that right. Otherwise, are not going to. <laughs> Speaking of Sturgis, yeah, they just pull up. It's like, yeah, just coming out of the faucets, man. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, they can just That's try it. I got See the what chip in you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Take the chip. It's fine. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, anyways, be safe out there. Also, it's zero sugar, which makes me. It's the one pause I have Man. in this. Other than that, if I ever tasted a drop of it, I would be drinking them until I was dead. The other thing is that zero sugar seems like nah. That does, that's not as good. You don't want to just have blood. You know your veins pumping with aspartame. Aspartame, mm. aspartame. aspartame. Just, yeah, coming. Okay, but you know that, that's the other mm. thing is that everyone has to. It has to be zero sugar or whatever to compete with all the other ones. But like, we just embrace the fact that it's trash Mountain seltzer. Dew. Like, Your Mountain yeah, Dew, baby. This is a hard seltzer, dude. This is this, mm. is, this is hard Dew, bruh. 
No, you're I not. Did, right? You're not going to get the wine moms with this one at the pool. <laughs> it's just yeah. not. That's not your audience. You're not. Your white claw gals are not going to pick up hard do. It's yeah. just not going to happen. The bachelorette party with the matching no way rose t-shirts <laughs> aren't going to be grabbing this one. No, no, that is not your target audience. Your target audience are your 21 and plus basement biker. boys. Yeah. Ba- yeah, biker basement boys. You've got this. I, yeah, they should have sugar in it because it's like you're already getting like overdosed on caffeine and alcohol. Add sugar to the mix. Just like really, yeah. you know, hatch it. Why are we fucking around Mountain Dew? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. You know, this is a joke. If we're going to go hard, let's go fucking hard. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. I would like to have more options of what I am dying of. Just add a third thing to the mix. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, is there no fat and salt in it, too? Like, let's just hit the whole salt, sugar, fat trifecta in there. We serve it in a meat class. It's just a class of meat full of hard dew. (laughs) When we pour sizzling beef fat over the top. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Can design really does make you feel like the fourth flavor is going to be like blueberry lives matter yeah oh it's just i was gonna say january 6th (laughs) it's just a flavor (laughs) (laughs) you have to also looking at this can you have to own holding this can in public you know what i mean oh yeah Yeah. because it looks like a bunch of rejected ed hardy designs no yeah this is uh look whatever it has abusive stepdad energy for sure yeah absolutely (laughs) not good Yeah, another guy is not going to give a shit that there's zero sugar and yeah. will probably be insulted. Exactly. Right. Like, you know, I, 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 there's going to be somebody that adds sugar to this drink to spite it. Like, that's the level. That's like a new level. Oh, no. Right. Or Just the, a couple real heads, mm-hmm. the real heads are going to show you how to make your own with traditional Mountain Dew because they're like, dude, this yeah. shit isn't even going hard enough. You do yeah. Everclear with fucking Mountain Dew Powerade, and you got Mountain some. Dew. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Brandy, it's been such a pleasure as always having you. Uh, where can people find you and follow you? Sure. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle, B-R-A-N-D-A-Z-Z-L-E. And in theory, I have a fall tour. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if it happens or not. Everything is vaccinated at those places. Who knows? We'll see. BradyPosey.com for all that information. And then uh, my podcast is called Lady to Lady. It's mm-hmm. very fun with uh, past guest Barbara Gray and Tess Barker from your show. And yeah, yeah. we're every Wednesday and it's just a real good, silly time. But yeah, find me and I post about all my shit and I'm fun. Come hang nice. out. <laughs> and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yes. I wanted to, there's a tweet of uh, by Wendy Molyneux who made me laugh a lot. said, uh, I clean myself by emerging fully nude into my backyard, rubbing watermelon slices upon my body and then letting the bees sting me until I'm dead. They wash me at the morgue. (laughs) Just in response to how like celebrities are just like not bathing themselves. That made me laugh so fucking hard. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is that ridiculous. So and Whitney Wallano, also a writer for Bob's Burgers. She's amazing. Check her out. Yeah, so funny. Mm -hmm. Miles, where can people find you with the tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other show, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexander. Check that one out. It's about 90 Day Fiance. My nice. and things Like <laughs> other than weed and Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> some tweets that I like. First one is from David Aston Walsh. At David Aston Walsh tweeted, We are facing looming ecological collapse in no small part because in the mid 20th century, United States white people did not want to live next door to black people. Hmm. Mm. That's very true. Mm. Let's see another one from Dan Chamberlain. Dan Chamberlain at AMFMPM tweeted, covering up my homosexual tattoo with an even larger de Blasbian. (laughs) 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 And Taylor Guerin, uh, one of my favorite writers, uh, especially for her work at Reductress, but at Taylor Guerin tweeted, so many songs about sex, so few songs about how fun it is to get a little drunk and go grocery shopping. (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a challenge (laughs) (laughs) some tweets I've been enjoying Sophie at Jill Slander tweeted hi guys this is Sophie's mom unfortunately she got raptured by the Lord and is in angel heaven now do you guys think she was hot or funny (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Brody Gupta just tweeted I'm sorry, but how hot was Freud's mom? <laughs> you can 
can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist or at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link Ooh. off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Uh-oh. Perhaps today, a fourth wave ska song that we know you will enjoy. Awesome. That Put we those know check you better fans on. Check that shit out. Ooh. Brandy, what what fourth wave ska song are we going to suggest people go check out? Let's check out uh, the song uh, Boys Will Be Girls by We Are The Union. It's a great song. Uh, the lead singer is an awesome trans woman, and it's about her transition, and it's fucking great. Oh, yeah, sounds awesome. What was the name again? The band again? You said We Are The Union? We Are The Union. Okay, yeah. all right. So, all right. fourth wave coming at you. Fourth wave, Same baby. Up, up, up. Hell yeah. All right, <laughs> go check that out. The link will be in the footnotes. Uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, Visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for us this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to y'all then. Bye. Bye.